Alright, welcome to the Quarantine Spook Show. I'm Kyle Carezzi. This is a show where I tell improvised horror stories. I pull out random titles from a jar and then make up the stories from there. And if you have any titles you'd like to submit, you can send them to quarantinespookshow at gmail.com or just send them to me directly. So I was definitely applying a, uh, a weird amount of pressure to this specific episode, um, because this is technically the Halloween episode. I'm recording this on a October 27th, and something you can listen to on Halloween. I say it's a weird amount of pressure, um, maybe I've talked about this before, but in the past when I've tried to do, you know, like, themed episodes or holiday episodes or something, you know, it doesn't always go the way I plan it, because, uh, at its heart this is an improv show, so I can't always steer, uh, where our stories will go to fit a certain theme or a certain that I'm trying to plan ahead of time. That's not how that works. And then there's the addition of it, you know, being a Halloween specifically, the ultimate uh, horror holiday. Um, but every episode has some element of horror to it, you know. So what would be different about this episode, you know, would it have more, like, vibrato or gravitas or something? So, you know, the way I'm uh, approaching it is just, you know, just, uh, the best thing you can do is just to bring it, and that's all you can do, so for this episode I can certainly promise you that. If you're listening to this at the uh, time of the recording or stream, uh, you know, happy Halloween and all that jazz. Um, but yeah, let's get started. Oh, okay. This is something. This story is called Halloween Doesn't Exist.
know, there's something always I liked about uh, October. It wasn't even just a matter of the falling leaves, the smell in the air, the overcast storm clouds. There's a vibe to it. Something about it just felt right and natural. I'd explain this feeling to other people and see if they felt the same way about it. It was more than just season romanticism. I had one friend once tell me, oh, you're just a Scorpio, and it's just Scorpio season. And I was like, no, 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 I don't think it's anything like that. But there was something to it. I couldn't quite put my finger on it, but there was something. seemed to get creepier, you know? Leaves would fall from the trees, and the trees would become more jagged in their shape. There was something very harrowing and profound about that. The leaves on the ground and all that. And the feeling would amplify more and more as the month progressed. It would be exciting, you know? let loose in a certain type of way. But then when November 1st came around, the feeling went away. It would always be on November 1st. It really had that day after effect. But I would always think, the day after what? Is this another October, you know? Some people are prepping for Thanksgiving and Christmas early. I remember I was talking to it with a friend in the school library. And I was speaking about it casually. I just said, oh, you know, there should really be a holiday in October. My friend Carol looked at me and just like, oh, what, uh, what kind of holiday? And I just said, I don't know. You know, I always think... Halloween's so creepy, but in a really profound way, you know? In a very spiritual way, you know? Makes me think about, like, death and the afterlife and all that. And plus, it's the, uh, the height of fall aesthetic, and that should be celebrated, too. I don't know, there should be something that should have in October. The month doesn't feel right without some sort of celebration of some sort. Carol looked at me and she was like, okay, well, I mean, I guess you can peti petition it for the, you know, city council or something. Maybe we can do a special festivity or something, you know? And I said, yeah, yeah, but I mean, you know, there's something, you know, there's, I mean, like, even like, you'd think there'd be like a, at least a harvest celebration. At least the idea of one would still linger, you know? Carol just shrugged and she was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. November came and went, then December, January, and all that stuff. When September was rolling around, I felt that feeling again that I would get in October, that something was missing. 
something was there it used to be and was no longer. But then when October 1st went around, I had to do something. I don't know what. You know, I was trying to, like, kick some leaves around and stuff. Some sort of calling that I couldn't describe. So I ended up driving around uh, my town and the, and the surrounding farmland as well. Now on the side of Rome, there's a pretty small farm. But they had a patch of pumpkins there. So I stopped and pulled over. There was a farmer outside, but I guess he had some guests over, and they were like standing next to a cow talking about something. So I went up to him and I was just like, "Hey, um, any of those pumpkins for sale?" And he was just like, "Uh, yeah, we ship them off to ship them off to different places, but uh, I don't really sell them individually." And I was like, "Please, I'll I'll pay. I, I can I have some pumpkins? I just feel like I should have some pumpkins, you know." He was like, okay, yeah, sure, uh, five bucks a pop. I was like, great, I'll take three. I don't know what compelled me to get the pumpkins. It was, again, it was a calling that I always got around this month that I couldn't describe. So I went back to my apartment and, uh, put all three of the pumpkins on the on my studio counter on my kitchen counter in my studio apartment I should say I sat them all in a row and I just stared at them and I was just like there's there's something more here It was like a riddle I was trying to solve. I was holding one, uh, held it against my chest, tossed it up in the air, trying to figure it out. Like, what is it? What do I do here? I thought maybe I eat them, you know? So I pulled off the top and I started to, you know, undo it and started to empty it out. I spread out a bunch of newspapers on the ground. I don't know why I did that on the ground instead of the kitchen. I spilled all the pumpkin guts everywhere. or something or roast these pumpkin seeds and I splayed it all out and I looked at the pumpkin and I thought huh I wonder what it would look like with the face so I drew it with a sharpie at first I wanted to do it in the way October made me feel 
So I did like some simple angry eyes and like a devilish smile. And I thought, what if I cut them out? It was like one idea flowing after another. As if it was something innate within me, you know? Like I was tapping into something deep and primordial. So I carved out some holes for the eyes and the mouth. And I said to myself, wait a minute. Grabbed the uh, candle from my closet and I put it in the pumpkin. I lit it. I put the top of the pumpkin back on it. Then I shut off the lights. And there it was. A jack-o'-lantern. I was watching and I thought, I... I remember these. When I was a kid, maybe. Why don't we do this anymore? I was meeting up with my friend Carol uh, a couple days later, and we always hang out at the library and just like study or go there at lunch and just hang out, you know? It was a nice, chill, quiet spot, you know? I was like, Carol, um... Hey, did you ever, uh, carve jack-o'-lanterns when you were a kid? And she was like, what's a jack-o'-lantern? And I was like, it's, um, you know, like, when you take a pumpkin, and you carve out some, you know, eyes or a mouth, you carve a face, and then you put a candle inside and it lights up at night, you know? She was like, no, I never, never heard of that. I said, really? Not even a little bit? She was just like, no, no. And what do you do with the pumpkin after? And I was like, I don't know, throw it away, I guess. I mean, you can use the inside of the pumpkin to cook with or something, I guess. But yeah, it's just a fun decorative thing. And she was like, decorating for what? And I said, that's what I'm trying to figure out. still felt like something was missing, that I was on to something. I discovered the precipice of something, these jack-o'-lanterns. But I knew it was a part of the greater scheme and it didn't end there. So the way I was spending the rest of my, rest of my October was, I just gotta do something that feels right, you know, maybe I can figure it out. And the way with the pumpkins, like it was, I was tapping into some memory of some sort. watch a horror movie. A few of them. I want to do like a little horror movie marathon and have it last for a week or a couple weeks or something. Like I was just really fixated on horror movies for some reason. He was like, yeah, I guess that fits the theme of this feeling I have in this month.
So I was going online and I was trying to get ideas for some good horror movies. I mean, I had a list of movies that I wanted to watch. I certainly didn't watch too much horror, though. Like, I really had to be in the mood for it. But goddamn, I was in the mood for it. So I was clicking around, I was looking at, some, looking at some of the classics, you know, some well-known filmmakers. And I thought, like, oh, John Carpenter, he's a good horror movie person, you know. I've always liked, you know, John Carpenter. I thought it was cool that he did his own horror stories and, like, did his own soundtracks for these stories, you know. It was really something, uh, inspiring and something to look up to. But I went online. I was looking at his movies. And I had that feeling again. Like something was missing. I couldn't pinpoint where. Something, something in the late 70s. I was having some sort of intuition. Like there, there was a kind of gap there. You know, when he released movies in his earlier years, you know, there'd be a certain interval of time of when they'd come out, you know. He wasn't exactly cranking them out, but like every two, two or three years, yeah, I'd get a new John Carpenter movie. But there's a gap somewhere in the late 70s. I probably would have pinpointed it at maybe around 1978. thought, now why didn't he release a movie in that gap? So I went online about it, and he didn't, like, he didn't take a hiatus or anything. Um, that part of his career was very murky and vague, and I couldn't really find anything about it. She started to dig a little deeper. I was online. I was looking at a. I was looking up a library archives for film institutes. Find out whatever I could about John Carpenter during that late seventies period. Went to a website in New for New York, Chicago, L.A., even one for Kentucky. Still, it's all very vague and mysterious. There are some photographs of what he was working on during that time, but a lot of those passages were redacted or had some photos cut out or censored. And I just thought there's something, there's something more here. still so forgot about it for a bit and just kept watching horror movies and I was feeling that feeling again same feeling I got when I made the jack-o'-lanterns I just thought yeah this feels right it feels really cool yeah I carved all pumpkin all three pumpkins out of made I made all pump all all three of those pumpkins into jack-o'-lanterns I put them in my window I felt celebratory I don't know why. 
about a second to last week in October, and I was feeling a bit snacky. Yeah, I'm good for some sweets, you know, specifically like chocolate or candy that I haven't really eaten in years, you know, it's never been my thing. I loved it when I was a kid, but I stopped all of a sudden for some reason, you know, sugar gave me stomach aches and all that. So I went to this quarter store on the way to my on the way to my apartment. I just picked up a candy bar of some sort, uh, just a simple chocolate bar from some brand I don't remember. But I walked down and had a bite of it. And I just thought this is it's that same feeling again. That faint, visceral remembrance. There's something more here, and there's something missing. going to school that uh, the next morning, got a couple candy bars uh, at the corner store. I just went to school and went to my classes, did the whole thing. And of course, I was meeting my friend Carol once again in the library. And I was eating a candy bar, you know. And again, but it's not good for my stomach, so I started to get a little queasy on it, so I just ate like two-thirds of it and just let it sit on the table as I was reading. Carol was just like, hey, you're going to finish that? And I was just like, uh, no, go ahead, you can have it. So I picked it up, and I handed it to her. And I felt that... It was another remembrance. Like, this is part of it. Part of the thing I was supposed to be doing. she bit into it and she's like, hmm. It's a real treat. I stopped reading and I asked, what did you say? And she said, oh, you know, this is a real treat you gave me and I appreciate it. And I said, yeah. It is a treat that I gave you, you know. was it. The phrase trick-or-treat just popped in my head. And suddenly the whole thing came together. Halloween. Halloween's coming up. What the fuck happened to Halloween? I was in a complete daze the entire walk back to my apartment. Having all these waves of memories of these... As a kid, celebrating Halloween, you know? Wearing different costumes and all that. Sometimes I was dressed as a Dracula or the dude from Scream. And I was like, yes, yes! Or Michael Myers from Halloween! Holy fucking shit.
was walking back and I just thought, why did it disappear? Where did it go? What happened? Did people just stop caring? Did it just disappear? Or was it deleted somehow? I went back to my apartment and it was, it was trashed. All my stuff was laid around. It looked like I was robbed or something, but I wasn't really missing anything. The only thing that I was really missing were the three pumpkins. But they were just tossed out of my window. Flatter on the sidewalk beneath me. Had some DVDs for horror movies too, but they were all just like smashed and broken. I was concerned, worried, nervous. Someone, somewhere out there, didn't want me to celebrate Halloween. But I was going to do it anyway. Because it's October. The perfect month to celebrate. Spooky and scary horror things. To celebrate a harvest. To celebrate the afterlife. Celebrate whatever you goddamn wanted. Because it was fucking Halloween. And I wasn't going to let any some mysterious oppressive force stop me so uh, I remember the last piece of Halloween that I always loved wearing a costume I went to a costume shop three towns over bought a, uh, a mask of uh, Captain Kirk from Star Trek. And I modified it. I cut off the eyebrows, widened the eye holes, painted it a stark white. And then it became a fully fleshed out Michael Myers uh, shape mask. Then I went off and I found a uh, found a janitor's jumpsuit. The same shade as I remember that movie that seemed to be erased from history. Looked in the mirror and there it was. A Michael Myers costume. Perfect for Halloween. But I had to do other preparations. I got more pumpkins. I got a lot of candy. I tried to find bite-sized stuff, and then I was just like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going full bars this year.
So I had my gear set up. I went outside in front of my apartment building. Set up a nice little lawn chair next to the stoop. I had some jack-o'-lanterns lit up near me. I sat there with my Michael Myers costume. And I had a bowl of candy on my lap. There's a little sign next to me that said, Trick or Treat. I sat there. And I waited. I waited for kids to come in costumes to take some candy. Or even some adults that just wanted candy just for the fun of it, because fuck it. Halloween had to be celebrated, goddammit. And I was going to do it whether the world was ready for it or not. Halloween fell on a Saturday that year. So people were feeling a certain type of celebratory. A lot of people had a similar feeling to how I felt all October. That there's a need to celebrate something this month. Some people were going to parties, some people were just going out to a bar. Or just hanging out, you know. Some people would just walk by me. Me with my Michael Myers costume, my lawn chair, my pumpkins and jack-o'-lantern, my bowl of candy, ready to be given to children. I got a lot of weird stares, you know. People just kind of looked at me, just what's that guy doing? It's like, I don't know, just keep walking. Heard a couple people laugh at me from a distance. I was like, oh, what's that guy's deal? What, is he a janitor? Maybe he's psychotic. And I was like, alright, well, so they're on to something. They're creeped out, but in the wrong way. Not in the fun halloween way, but just in the what's that dude's deal? Is he dangerous kind of way, which isn't good. But I sat there with my candy and my pumpkins. Still waited set up shop at like 3 or 4 p.m. because I didn't want to take any chances. The sun was setting. People were still walking. There's a lot of foot traffic that night. I worked, I lived in a pretty bustling area overall. Still starting to get darker. Street lights were turning on, but nothing. No one wanted any candy. No one asked me about my costume. They all just ignore me, ignored me, like they didn't even see me. But I sat there waiting patient, somebody else has to remember. Somebody has to remember what Halloween was like, the magic of it, what it was about, what its purpose was, whether you wanted to celebrate a harvest or the afterlife or just wanted to have some ghoulish fun. Halloween had to be remembered. I was trying to remind people of how important it was. And what the freeing sensation of celebrating it meant.
I sat there waiting all night. It was around 10 p.m. Two police officers, two police officers approached me. They spoke to me in that very condescending, fake authoritative tone. How's it going tonight? I want to stay in character, so I just stared at them and didn't say anything. They were just like, oh, you've been out here all night? Um, we had some complaints, you know? Kind of creep pe creeping people out a little bit, you know? Kind of scaring some people off. A lot of people live in this building, you don't want to bother them, do you? Again, I wanted to stay in character, you know? Wanted to embody the spirit of Halloween to the best of my ability. So I took a bowl of the candy that I had, and I just held it up to them. One of them looked at it, suspicious. They looked at the other cop, and they were starting to laugh a bit. And one of them said, sure, why not? So they each took a piece. They inspected it a bit. Make sure it was wrapped properly, so it wasn't poison or anything like that. And in my head, I thought, that's good. That's a good Halloween instinct. There we go, you're onto something. So they each unwrap a candy bar, and they each take a bite. And they stop. They look at each other. They both throw the candy bars to the ground and spit them out. And they point their guns at me. It's like, what's the idea here? This time I was nervous. So I pulled off my mask and I broke character and I was just like, it's Halloween. They both looked at me like, what the fuck is Halloween? I said, it's a, it's a holiday, you know? It's a celebration, you know? It's a, like a little horror holiday, you know? I mean, there's a lot of traditions that kind of coincide with it, you know, whether you're celebrating a harvest or, you know, the afterlife or something, but, you know, it's... But, like, you know, here it's just like, you know, you dress up, you give candy to the kids, and you watch some horror movies or carve jack-o'-lanterns or something. It's Halloween. It's the best fucking holiday out there, man. One of them said, oh, you're trying to give these candy to the kids, huh? And I was just like, well, and it's for anyone. You can have some, too. You just got a trick-or-treat. One of them really started to freak out at the phrase trick-or-treat. Like, he knew exactly what I was talking about, but refused to, refused to see it. It's like, all right, turn around, turn around. Put my hands up, and I turned around, and they cuffed me. just put me in a squad car, took off my mask. They went to my uh, trick-or-treat spot, and they kicked my pumpkins, put out the lights and the candles. Just tipped the chair over in the candy and bowl. And then they started to drive me to the precinct. deal here what are you doing I said I'm not doing anything just celebrating Halloween 
But they kept driving. They didn't want to admit that they knew exactly what Halloween was. Or trying to repress their memories for one reason or another. So we made it to the uh, precinct, which I later learned was called Precinct 13. locked me into a cell by myself and they left me there all night as the night went on the entire building seemed to be abandoned and I thought uh, ironically optimistically to myself oh, maybe they're celebrating Halloween Or maybe they're out patrolling. Because I reminded of people of Halloween and they're celebrating it. Maybe people are getting into too much trouble. Maybe Halloween's illegal and I just never got the memo. But even if it was illegal, why would it be wiped from existence? It doesn't make any sense. Maybe Halloween really is just a made-up concept. It's just a bunch of random rituals that I came up with. As some madman who just wanted to celebrate uh, the festivities that come with fall and October. I sat there in my jumpsuit the room outside my cell and I saw my Michael Myers mask on the desk and I just thought no 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 it's not just me this is a bigger thing the articles about that movie were redacted something's up lights uh, down the hall from what I could see started to flicker a little bit more. I haven't heard any shuffling around at all for the past two hours. Not even any officers at some nearby desk doing the night shift or something. No one at night on patrol or anything. Nothing. Just dead quiet. Then I start to hear footsteps down the hall. They echoed throughout the hall to my cell. The way the sounds of these footsteps, with these the sharp sounds of these nice shoes. The way they reverberated 
the acoustics of the precinct was haunting. trying to get a look at the person. There was a, a bald guy with a black pea coat. Had pale white skin. He walked towards the cell. Had a little bit of stubble in his face on his chin and all that. Pretty sharp nose. outfit underneath his pico is also black as well. A suit, specifically. He stared at- he stood outside the cell and he just looked at me. Looked very grim. Maybe there are emotions on his face. I certainly didn't know this man well enough to decipher them. combination of regret, sympathy, and callous dread. He sighed and he said, uh, looks like we didn't wipe it clean after all. Unlock the door of the cell. And they turned around and sat at the desk. Then he got up, took the chair from behind the desk, sat next to the desk. Then he grabbed another chair, uh, put it alongside it as well. So the two chairs would face each other along one side of the desk. He sat in the one chair that was facing the cell. Tapped his fingers on the table a little bit. And he gestured me to come over to him, just like, Come on, come on. I got up reluctantly. I didn't trust this man. But I could tell he knew that I was good. I could tell that he knew what was going on. And he knew that I was onto it. So I thought if I chatted with him, maybe I'd get some answers. So I sat in the chair between his chair and the cell. We both sat across from each other. My Michael Myers mask right on the desk beside me. He sat there looking uncomfortable, rubbing his face a bit. Seemed like he didn't know where to begin. And he just grunted a little bit, cleared his throat. He just said, Hall he just said Halloween is a major pagan visage that we've been trying to erase for a long time. Started off simply, you know, we had different 
uh, press actions, different str strides for censorship. But then we found a new way to, a more efficient way of erasure. It had to be everyone's mind one by one. But once we cast waves of that, we were able to eliminate the history more easily. Get our good newspapers, articles, uh, television broadcasts, photographs, and all that. It's a long, labor-intensive process, but people fell fell in line more after that. I just looked at him for a bit. Didn't really know what context he was speaking in. But then I had a memory of, uh... Reading horror comics when I was a kid. There were 90s reprints of, uh... EC Comics. Originally published in the 1950s. And there were major strides in banning these books getting rid of them once and for all. When I looked at this man, I saw the same type of person. And I just said no. You're just afraid of something that reveals you as the monsters that you really are. He shrugged and uh, swallowed his saliva and all that. Kept making these weird hand gestures, grabbing his hands together rubbing them on his chest like he didn't know how to use them like he didn't know what to say next didn't know what to do in general and somehow found himself in landing a job that erased Halloween for some reason he just shrugged and he said well we gotta start somewhere you know you know no no you know Halloween's not evil or anything like that It's gross, and it's got to be put to an end. You know, no one wants pumpkins splattered around. No one wants stomach aches from candy. All those horror movies that'll rot your brain. He said we found it originally, you know. They did research at, it, uh, at Area 51. We got a hold of some blueprints, and we worked away from there. There, we were able to make mass sweeps to eliminate any any type of ingenuity that comes with paganism or anything like that any individual spiritualities or traditions no we only want you to think how we want you to think because we really know that's how you want to think you know don't you want things to be simple you know sat there in a daze, and I was just like, I don't know why you're trying to pull this Dark City shit with the plotline foresight of Halloween 3. But you're nuts. And you're not gonna stop me from celebrating Halloween. And he sighed, and he said, no, no, I don't... I expected you to say something like that. 
said, fine, if you want to celebrate Halloween so bad, he stood up and his chair scooted really loud. And he grabbed the Michael's My Michael Myers mask and held it to me and he said, go ahead. I looked at him and I looked at the mask and grabbed it from him slowly. like one of the cops that uh, took candy from me earlier in the night, just thinking, there's more here. I stood up from my chair. I started to walk down the hall. My footsteps were as loud as his, because I was the only one walking, and the echo was so strong and stark. I looked back a few times, and he just stood there, in the same position, watching, waiting for something, but I didn't quite know what. I look back and forth. The streets seemed pretty empty for some reason. But again, I was just happy to be out. trick or something, but I figured, you know, he probably had some sort of pull in society if he was able to just release me from the cell, maybe had the paperwork in line, maybe someone would come after me later, I don't know, but I just started walking back to my apartment, it wasn't very far from Precinct 13. my watch and it was probably about a uh, 11.10 at that moment. Halloween was almost over. And then it would be November 1st once again. And then I'd have that day after feeling, you know. But I thought if so few people knew about Halloween, if it really was wiped from people's minds... histories and it was absolutely worth celebrating so I uh, put on my mask and decided to walk the rest of the way with the mask feeling festive you know, I'm going to celebrate Halloween I'm just going to do it all the way through to midnight and I was trying to come up with new strategies for next Halloween maybe use similar tactics to the serious stranger did, you know, maybe sort of some sort of mass press event, you know, some sort of 
ad campaign, some some sort of campaign of a campaign of some sort, you know, to try to get people to celebrate it. If not to remind people, then to at least see it as a good idea for what it is. So I walked with my Michael Myers mask. And I felt proud of myself for celebrating Halloween on my terms. Such a valuable and treasured holiday. And I thought, you know, whatever happens next year, I'm willing to fight for it. I was getting closer to my apartment. I was getting pretty close to the building. Then I saw three squad cars with sirens blaring and lights on drive right towards me. They all pulled over and encircled me right outside my apartment building. Looked around them with my mask on. And they all started out of the car and pointed guns at me. One of them said, stop, put your hands in the air. Another one was calling uh, other squad cars at the walkie-talkie, saying we got him, he's here. So I tried, I lift up, lift, lifted up the mask uh, just above my forehead. And I said, no, guys, it's okay. Someone left me out of the cell. I thought it was okay to leave. I started to walk towards one of the officers with my hands up. And he said, you killed five people. Put your hands, keep your hands up. Stay where you are. And I thought, five people? I didn't, I didn't kill anyone. What is he talking about? started to approach me. He, has his, he had his gun pointed at me, and he approached me with handcuffs. And he said, just take it easy, Michael. And I thought, Michael, that's my name. And I thought the mysterious stranger and considered what he and whoever he was associated with were capable of. Of erasing memories and replacing them with something else. I thought, holy shit. Michael Myers. He must think I'm Michael Myers. And that I killed five people just like in the movie. And I thought, the son of the son of a bitch is giving me a Halloween. Oh shit. I panicked. And I started to run. to the ground. Gunshots kept going, but I already felt them in my back. 
I tried to get up, but I was too in shock and immobile. trying to get up, but I kept falling back down. Eventually, I lied on my back. Started to breathe heavy. And then everything began to, f began to fade. Still felt so bitter and angry. About their attempt to erase Halloween. But also the mysterious stranger was giving it to me in the most perverse way. So my eyes started to close. My breathing slowed down. And then everything began to fade. While the lights from the squad cars were still rolling and shining, kept hearing police being kept heard police talking and a crowd swarming. And then I saw the mysterious stranger. He looked at me and smiled. It's the most disturbing smile I've ever seen and will ever see in my life. Walked up to me slowly and stooped down. And they just said to me, Trick or treat. Last quarantine spook show. I'm Kyle Carezzi. And happy Halloween. <laughs>